First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grotes. The High Court in Swane will now rule tomorrow on whether the next witness can testify without television cameras in the room. She's demanded she not be forced to testify in front of television cameras, saying it could endanger her life and harm her career. The witness is not being named by the court at this stage. And Tabaseng Dubazana is a legal analyst and director and attorney at Dubazana Attorneys. And Tabaseng, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you for having me. A person can be forced to testify in court, and it's been like that forever. Can someone be forced to testify in court on live TV? Um, yes and no. <laughs> I, I heard somebody say that attorneys are weird by saying it depends. So, yes, it does depend on the circumstances that, that the matter has been heard. And remember, each high court, in other words, each presiding officer in the high court issues their own directives on how they would like the proceedings in their court to be done. Over and above the uniform court rules, um, then they issue their own directives. So when this matter started, there was an application wherein there was a request by the media for um, them to have access to the to the court and to record and broadcast live. Therefore, Judge Maumela made a directive wherein this was permitted. I believe when it was the first week who testified and who was chased down the corridors, etc. Or second witness, the second witness who was um, present in the house, that is, um, when he testified, he complained that he was not safe because he was being chased down the corridors by cameramen, etc., etc. And then Dade Maumela made another directive wherein he's not cancelling media tra- uh, transmission, but what he said was that then let us let us not let us avoid. Um, putting the or plastering the faces of the witnesses onto camera, and then that's how the proceedings have been going. Now, if there was any objection to all of this during, like Mem Shalolo said when she was arguing, it should have been raised by the witnesses, indicating that um, when it comes to my turn, I would prefer that there is no media present within the courtroom, and then this would have been discussed during pre-trial. This is the argument that Mem Shalolo raised. So now this person who is now um, making this application, one, bombarded the state without preparing them on what to do, and then the state neglected to inform its counterparts in time about what happened. Now they are forced to act on the spot in trying to um, defend the application that was brought through by the state. Um, Does it matter if the person is a public person or if that person has given, you know, television interviews about the case before? It works highly in the favor of the defense witness, the defense attorneys in this situation. Because if you are indeed apprehensive about showing yourself, about um, giving evidence in, in, in the dog on live television, then the argument that has been raised by the by the defense attorneys would be that you would have made the request in other um TV or or radio illustrations wherein your face was going to be blurred, wherein your voice was going to be covered so that people do not know who you are. Therefore, it shows that you are comfortable to present yourself in front of the media. Then why is it that when it is within the interest of justice that you do so, now you prefer not to do so? So the argument that she had to bring to the court was that there was to show the kind of prejudice she would suffer as a result of her face or even her voice being projected onto television and radio and she has failed dismally through her attorney which is the state in this situation to prove this situation so we'll see through the heads of argument that the state is going to present today um if indeed they have tried to cover um the the aspects that need to be covered there are various arguments and they can go in lots of different directions some people Mm are just not public people. They'll almost define themselves as a private person. You're walking down the street, you see something, 
uh, you're a witness, you're compelled to testify. Could someone come and say, the presence of that thing, knowing that millions of people are watching me, will make my testimony bad. I won't be able to do it. And that will be bad for the course of justice. It can be argued, and then the, the court would have to make a decision whether or not that is a strong enough argument to put uh, in front of the court in order for you not to give evidence on camera or through the radio. So anything is possible indeed, but if you cannot substantiate it in any manner or form, then the court may overrule your application and therefore you are made to testify in public. There's another way. There's so many different ways of looking at this and type of saying, I mean, we live in a complicated world, right? I could yes. see a scenario where someone says, I'm not going to testify on TV in court. You will only hear my voice or you won't even hear that. Then after the case sells an exclusive interview to some television company, that would mean they've basically cynically profited from not having their image shown in court. And the court would have to stop, would, would have a duty to be aware of that, I would imagine. Now, if the case has been finalized by the time this person decides to sell in your scenario um, the, the, the documentary in one form or another, the court really can't do anything about it. The case is concluded. Life goes on. They can't now reopen the case just to deal with that witness. It would be upon perhaps maybe any aggrieved person to open a civil case against that person for unjustified enrichment, perhaps, or damages, etc., etc., on how it affected them within the trial when it happened but the trial itself effectively cannot be reopened just to deal with that one aspect and Tabasang saying dubazan always appreciate the time thank you legal analyst director at dubazan attorneys nine minutes to seven